Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for the Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. And welcome in. We are here at uh, Louisville Geek in their 20th year anniversary this year for Louisville Geek. How about that for a... Local business, man. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, that's great for them. It just doesn't feel like it's been 20 years. Yeah, and to have, uh, you know, it's great for them. It's great for all the companies like us they've saved from, you know, having our, again, I I always quote uh, when they came out and and looked at our Windows 7 on our old computer in 93.9 and said, yeah, and like the half of it was off. You know, there wasn't a dust cover. There wasn't anything on it. And yeah, this is basically like having an open house with an open front door, open windows, and saying, rob me, please. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was our level of security at For that sure. point. Of course, there's nothing on that particular computer to rob. I mean, I guess you could rob the text line. Uh, well, who knows, man? You get into somebody's system. Yeah, you're right. It, uh, it goes yeah. from place to place yeah. to place. I'm, I'm going to turn the Louisville geek over to this You're stuff. right. Yeah. You're right. And I wonder how many different, how, how many hackings or robberies. You get on your they, Wi-Fi. They, they do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, so yeah, Louisville Geek. You know, if the, I've got a couple things I'm going to ask them about, and mm-hmm. that, it's, it's awesome to have a partner like that because, man, inevitably technology issues arise, and you don't always have uh, a tech guy, yeah. in, in, in on your staff. So, but you got a hundred of them here. That's you right. Know, that's the thing. You, at any time, you uh, call them up. They start a ticket. They keep they keep score. They've got a clock running up there. How long has this ticket been open? What are we doing here? I like that. Um, and so yeah, Ben Lawrence. Uh, we were just um, you know just tell, telling us twenty years. Uh, and and very clean windows around here as well. Very I might add. clean windows. There's a there's a mark of Diener's nose and mouth from where he <laughs> drilled this. I mean, I walked through back. it like it was wide open. Man, you hit that thing like it was a bird. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like yeah. it was a bird. And you were you were coming. <laughs> I didn't in go down like a bird does when they hit your uh, your outer windows. <laughs> you but hit it so hard. I did, man. It was. There you go, Sofro. Uh, <laughs> I know, but you <laughs> yeah. did though. You right, did. I, I, you, I smacked it. <laughs> <laughs> you look like uh, Marv in Home Alone, you know, the, the nose was all crooked, you were just stunned. Oh, man. Well, 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 where do we start with a game that, you know, it was the first time, and I, and I, I, was, I was watching at Blind Squirrel, I was cheating on Double Dogs last night, I was oh. Dr. Nunley up there, we were watching Don't a game, dogs. and um, we were watching it, and, um, and it was the first time I have heard fans cheering during a game, now it took till, you know, Ten minutes, five minutes to go when they were, you know, run, getting up, uh, whatever they were, six points, five points, yeah. whatever it was. And um, and that's the first time, I think all season, I've heard the, you know, the claps of this and that. 
and then you have a disastrous you know, sequence at the end where Sky Clark hits a three, and everyone decides to watch the ball and doesn't do the thing that you have to do, which is called you know, floor balance and get the freak back. To me, this just sums up the lack of fundamentals. They, they, there's talent on this team. Mm-hmm. There's no coaching on this team. And that play, to me, embodies it all last night. So I'm not going to be one of these, oh, boy, they're playing better. You know, they, they almost got there. Yeah, they're playing better. But when the bar is so low, right. then it's easy to play better. Yeah. Uh, so I am not – like, I'm furious about this loss. I, this is one that it's like, this tells you everything – I should say I'm furious. I almost don't care enough to be furious. This tells you everything you need to know about the fundamentals being taught in this team. The three guys are just staring at the ball. And don't tell me about the goaltender. They're going to put it right back in anyway. Well, I mean, yeah, if they don't call it, you know, but it was called. But, yeah, yeah. The they, were, they were scoring because of the lack of the number one thing you're supposed to do, which is Get run back. back on defense. Get back. Get, you know, run the you Lieberman talk about that. I you know. know. Don't it, backpedal. Run. And I tell you, man, just it was an entertaining game because of yeah. the lack of defense. <laughs> because Louisville has finally found some flow on offense. They have found something on offense yeah. that's working. But they're not winning games. You don't get to take the other half of the game off. I know. <laughs> I mean, like, but, the, yeah, they, they just – they're not interested in defense. Syracuse wasn't interested in defense. I mean, Louisville shot 54% for the game and lost. And out-rebounded their opponent by 19 and lost. Like, like if, if I tell you that you're going to – What gonna, if I told you? What if I told you that the, you're going you're gonna to shoot 54% and out-rebound Syracuse by 19? You're like, okay, how many did we win by? Well, I would ask how many turnovers. There's the other possessions. Okay, well, there was a lot, 17 of them. Okay. They only had 10. Yeah. But, you know, you – I mean, like Louisville did a lot to win this game. They did a lot to win this game. But they don't defend at all. Syracuse shoots 61% on the night. 61%. What are they per, points per possession? 1.25. And Louisville was 1.23, which I think would lead the nation. Right. Like if that was your average um, – Let's see. Where's adjusted offense? Yes, that would lead the country. Yeah. So every night, the best. Well, no, no, it'd make you fifth. Every Whatever. night, the best offense in the country is Appears. whoever's playing Louisville. <laughs> they appear. Right. Yeah. Like, and so, you know, it, it, that's a shame. But, you know, in terms of overall watchability, entertainment, I was, I was bought in because it yeah. was like, hey, we're in here. We're competitive. I was uh, griping about uh, some foul calls that didn't, sure. didn't happen. Mike James got hammered in the first half. Trey White steals, gets a steal. They call for a foul, and they get free throws on the other end. I don't understand that foul no. call. It, it, what, can you foul the ball? Like, is the, does the ball get – I don't know. But, yeah, I, I love the – I didn't like us getting back on de- – not getting back on defense, but I did love the hustle from Caleb Glenn to recover – Make the block. Well, I don't know. But I, I'm th- again, three guys, you know, star- staring at it. Yeah. yeah, you know, they just can't. And Sky Clark admiring it. Like, what do you? You're not going to grab an offensive rebound from there. No, you're you're, you're just standing there. You're just, that's all you're doing is standing there. And it went through the hoop, and the ball got inbounded. And it wasn't like clean, like rattled just a couple of times. Yes. Like there was time. It was. It was just. It was everything, man. That's just. It's just. That is not. We're smart enough to know around here that that's not when you do when a ball goes in the freaking basket. No, the ball goes in the basket. You get set up. You get set up. You run the floor. The difference in winning and losing. The little things are the difference in winning like close games. You know, the course of a season. It's little things. I mean, that's why Patino was so maniacal about about little things, and that's why they won a lot of close games. The details matter. Good coaches, yes. The details matter. Great shot. The offense is working. Get back on defense. It doesn't matter. If you don't get back on defense and to hit a shot like that with that with that time and score, and to not get back, mm-hmm. it's 
it's it's criminal. And and you know the, the, this this team does not have that drilled into them. Yeah. And February is the reason why they lost to a bad a bad Syracuse team. A bad Syracuse yeah, team that can't guard. I mean, I mean, and again, Louisville make, Louisville is difficult to guard. I mean, not with the talent they have out there on the court. I mean, Huntley Hatfield's playing great. He's as yeah, look. He's as reliable of a big man. Somebody called the post game show thing last night. And said he's as reliable of a big man since who? Like who do you go? Back to with him as a guy to to, to post He's up. more reliable now, right now, than Malik Williams ever was. I agree with that. Um, not defensively, Malik was a way better defender than Huntley Hatfield yeah. was. Oh gosh, what about okay. Gorgie? Yeah, Gorgie's more reliable. I would say Gorgie became that way. Yeah, yeah. By the the, the Gorgie's junior year, oh, yeah, he was a great offensive player. I don't um, think about that because but, I mean Huntley, but, but a different really well. kind of offensive player. He wasn't the kind of guy, and now Huntley was hitting threes. <laughs> like wherever that came from, that's great. Like what? <laughs> okay, um, but you know, Gorgie would find ways to score. He wouldn't necessarily back you down, you know, and, and you wouldn't just feed the ball there and start the offense. But you do with him. He, look, he's made himself some money in the last month. That's for sure. He's done really well, and you know, I think Nanu. Maybe it's Nanu. Oh, I think he's. I think he's way more reliable than Nanu. Really? I, yeah, I do. He's he's like he's he's a player. Um, no, he's a ball player. I mean, uh, you know, Nanu played in the NBA for a little while. I guess. I mean, he's he's better than Ray ever was. Spalding and uh, Honest and Mango. Yeah. No, he's good. Like, no, he's a good player. But um, I just thought, I thought it was an interesting question that was posed last night. Um, but they are. Um, you just but you don't get to not play defense, and I th- I think it's it's tougher to watch a team struggle on defense because you feel like that's effort. If a team is struggling on offense. It's easier. To, it's easier to stomach. I think you go well. Okay, they're they're playing hard defensively. Couldn't get some shots to go down. Whatever. But when you when you see some of the, the defensive lapses, you go well. You got to be able to play defense. You know, it's 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 more infuriating to be lopsided as a good offensive team and a bad defensive team than the other way around. I mean, defense is one of those things that when you're collective, like that's when you know you have a good coach. You know, and, yeah. and you, you you see like the historical stats. I think Eric Crawford put them out last night. Actually, oh the uh, defensive uh, rankings, the defensive rankings, and it's like Denny Crum uh, until he until the wheels fell off was always a great defensive like coach. top ten, top eleven. Yeah, yeah. And, and so and uh, let's see, uh, I have him right here. So yeah, Denny Crum forty five twenty one, and then one sixty nine the year that his final year. Yeah, and then Patino forty five twenty five one twenty. We had let's listen uh, one number one. Yeah, one a, a bunch of times. Yeah, in the top ten almost always, and you know even Chris Mack. I mean Mack was top fifty guy all the time. You know mm-hmm. so you know and that was a pack line defense. We didn't go after steals. We didn't try to turn over um, our opponent. Which but we we were a great defensive rebounding team. Under Chris Mack, we really mm-hmm. were, and so that the philosophies and you want your philosophy to kind of come out, you know, on the floor. And uh, I think you can say that that happened under Chris Mack and Rick Pitino for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously Pitino's defensive identity is, you know, well well known. I mean, yeah, pressure. That's it's funny because he was known for offense early on in his career, and then but really, I mean, that the press and everything else um, was you know that 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 was the calling card. There is no calling card here. It's, again, it's, I think it's worse when you're off when you go. Well, you got the. Seems to me it's tougher to have guys who can score. Seems to me the thing you could do is teach them to play defense. Like that seems to me to be the more and look. That just appeared now. Maybe, maybe it's not. I don't know, but I think it's tougher to find offensive talent than it is to coach up people defensively. It, yeah. Because it's not like you look at these guys and go, well, it's a mismatch for them. They're getting out-athleted. No, you yeah. don't say that. It's, it's that. it's that last bucket where you have this guy just standing around. That just, that's, that's it. That's everything. Yeah, and Sky Clark, 
comes back, 23 points. You know, yeah. has five assists. You get uh, six assists from Tyler Johnson. 11 assists out of your point guards. You know, that, that ought to be good enough to win. And, and when yeah. you out-rebound your opponent by 19, uh, that ought to – but it, it's really – it's 33-6 to six in fast break points. You're not getting yeah. back on – and you're turning the ball over too much. So, you know, you gotta you, you got to clean this stuff up or, you know, you're going to continue to lose. And I think they're going to continue to lose, even though the schedule gets a lot softer from here. Um, we've got some of the sound um, um, with, uh, with Bob. Um, I, I, I haven't heard this. I've heard the um – uh, let's just let's just go with uh, number two there um, on uh, when he was with Bob after the game. You made the tying three, which was a really clutch shot, and then even that last second shot with three seconds to go, you got a shot at it anyway. A good shooter, and you got a shot off. That shows some some maturity. But a couple of the plays, and I don't want to single guys out, but up four, up three, they got a layup. If they make it, you're still up one. You foul them, things like that. That just time and score. It, I, I don't know. It's just a matter of experience. No question. One of the things as a staff we talked about. This was a great game for us, but it showed inexperience and it showed the lack of discipline by young players. Um, and we got to learn from it. I wish we could learn and walk out of here with a victory. We deserved a victory. Um, we're good enough to win this game. Uh, we played good enough to win the game, but we got to take it. You know, again, I look at it, they shoot 60% from the field. They shoot 45 from three. One guy makes eight threes. Come on, we, he, I don't know if he put the ball on the floor on any other threes. So we got to do a better job of, of knowing personnel and getting after people. It's personal. It's personal. I don't agree that they played well enough to win. They played well enough to be in the game. Yeah. But you have to play defense. The other team, again, 1.25 points per possession. Yeah. And, and, yeah, eight threes from, from one guy. Guard him. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I, mean, I think they played well enough to win in aspects of the game, yeah, in, in offense well and in rebounding. In the uh, but they didn't play well enough in terms of ball security, in terms of defense, certainly. And, and you're right, uh, Chris Bell, uh, eight of ten from three. There was a time where I was like, "Are we going to close out on anybody? anybody? Anybody?" And and they weren't closing out on us either. By the way, we were eleven to twenty-five. We shot forty-four percent. From three, they shot 45% from three. Like, I hope no kids watch the game. <laughs> Why? Because for the fundamentals? It, from fundamental defensive stand, uh, fundamental standpoint, like, like Sky Clark made a bucket around the free throw line. And it was like the guy, was, the, the defender was like turning around to go inbound the ball as he was shooting it. It's like there was no defense. Yeah. He was like, oh, that's a make. I'm going to go get this. We're going to go play offense now. Oh, I get to go play offense now. It's like letting kids out of school to go play a recess. It's like, come on. Like, will somebody defend at some point? And, you know, Louisville uh, didn't defend, but Syracuse didn't either. Yeah. And so, you know, I hope no children watch this game. <laughs> Although it was kind of fun to watch. You know, it was entertainment was certainly there. So Chris Bell, when his last couple of games, uh, was – 0 for 5 and 0 for 2 from three points. Um, but, I mean, he's a shooter. He, you know, but you have to go back. You have to combine his – go back to January 20th. 
since then he's made eight threes, and then he made eight threes yesterday. Yeah. I mean, he had 30 points. Yeah. 30. 30. Of course, they only played seven players, so somebody's going to be stacking up some points. Every single player they had was in double digits. And that, uh, No, I'm sorry. I, I almost said every single player that started had double digits, but Taylor did not. Yeah. He played 24 minutes. Copeland ended up with 11. Well, not, not, not a deep bench on either team. Safe to say. No, I mean, we've got guys that are hurt. They just dismissed their fourth or fifth leading scorer, the day before, yeah, he was like a four point game guy, four or five. Yeah, not a game. big yeah. score or yeah. anything like that, but a but a another player that they play. Yeah, and so yeah, you know that happens. It's ninety four, ninety two. I just I'm surprised we shot that well in the dome. But again, Syracuse didn't defend at all. So, so if you want to hop on in, you can do so two six seven nine six eighty. We'll get to the text line uh, as well. Um, let's play one more with Bob. Um, let's see. Uh, Let's talk about number one, number one there from KP and Bob. Well, Kenny, I, you know, it, I'm telling, not telling you something you don't know. There were so many good things that during the course of the night you got to be pleased about. Some questionable decisions late, but the emotion kind of kicks in, and that happens. And then the goaltend, I, I'm not entirely sure how to explain that. So you're going to have to be staring at that film for a while, I think. No question. I thought that um, we fought for the most part, made some mental mistakes during the course of the game, especially down the stretch. Um, didn't really see, hadn't got a look at the family, looked at the goal team. Um, proud of the guys for how they fought. I just wish we were a little more poised, um, a little more disciplined on defense. Um, you know, we did a lot of good things, though, Bob, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm proud of them. But in this league, we're going to have to take what we want. And if that means beat, a ref. That means we got to be a ref. Yeah, that's how disciplined we have to be. <laughs> and I guess he had seen I, it at that point because I'm at, up for beating the ref at the at the news conference, <laughs> whatever you call it, the the Zoom call. He had not seen the play. Right. That sounds like he had since seen the play. Somebody now be. I agree with Bob. Did, did you see Valvano's thread on this? I saw his thread. I okay. So I disagree on the possession. I'm gonna. Have, I want to have a discussion about. Okay. It. Um, well, I mean, I think he – okay, I'll, I'll just read Bob says. I don't want to misquote him. Um, uh, one, Huntley Hatfield fouled Copeland on the shot. Uh, it was not called. True. Two, there was uh, – and which one's, which one's he talking about? On the on the on, goal Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Caleb yeah. went around Hatfield to block it. Yeah. yeah. There was no uh, there was no goaltending um, on the shot. Correct. Yeah, he's right. The shot didn't hit the backboard before Glenn blocked it away, and it did not uh, get above the rim – and it was not above the rim on its way down, but they did call goaltending. He says, three, after watching the video replay, they still let the goaltend stand, even though it was pretty clear it wasn't. Right. Uh, he goes, last bit of opinion is that they saw the block shot, saw it was about to be tipped in by Brown, so they let the goaltend stand because, um, he goes, and this is a fact, while it would not be Louisville's ball, as some said it would, it would have been Syracuse's ball because they had the ball when the play was stopped. But so that that's the thing I don't. Agree with. I agree well, with everything until then. He says that that's what Seth Greenberg well, that, got from the supervisor of officials. Well, Luke Hancock on the ACC Network and on Twitter last night was like, because once you blow the whistle, right, that's where the play stops. And you could say, yes, he fouled him. Yes, it would have been put back in. But it's like, well, they didn't call the foul. And you can't, you can't ha- allow a continuation on a putback. But at the time that Caleb Glenn blocks the shot, now it's a loose ball. And that's it, is it or or is it the last team to possess it? It, it should be a loose ball. Yeah, I mean I agree. That's ha, how I understood it, and how Luke was talking about it is that it, it should be a loose ball, and that it should have been Louisville's possession because of the, they had the possession arrow. But 
Okay, so here's here's something from the rule book that Luke tweeted. Uh, right. Let's see. Uh, when the call or decision on the floor is reversed as a result of the review, which was not in this case. Was not in this case. Uh, the officials must determine if there was uh, team possession when the call was made and after um, whatever. Otherwise, team possession will be determined by the alternating possession error. When the right. official decision is confirmed by instant replay, the, cl- uh, the game clock shall be reset to the time remaining when the violation occurred. When the instant replay review indicates there is no violation occurred, the game shot clock shall be reset to the time the official thought the violation occurred. Right. So, so based on that, it goes to the arrow. Yeah. Right. And was Which the arrow, is how I was thought. Was the arrow Louisville? The arrow was Louisville. So we would have gotten the ball, tie ball game with three point whatever to go, and make or miss, go to overtime or, or win the game. Uh, so it's disappointing. It, it is disappointing. And, I, and, and yeah, did Huntley Hatfield foul? Yes, mm-hmm. he did. Did the guy – would he if – the, if, the, if Caleb Glenn wasn't called for goaltending, would he have put it back? Mm-hmm. Yes, he would have. But that's not what happened. You know, like what happened was the, bl- the play was whistled dead. It was not a goaltend. They somehow reviewed it anyway. Well, so to me, I, I, I think they, they reviewed it. And I think they, I think they got together and said, "All right, this this wasn't a goaltend, but they were going to score." Yeah. But if we if we you know reverse this, it's Louisville's ball, right? And so we're just going to say it counts and get, like they got that. No, that you don't want them doing that. I think they rewrote the rule book there. And I mean, there's no way you can confirm that call or, or, or let it stand. That was clearly upon. I saw it live. Thought for sure it's a goaltend. Right. Second, you saw a replay. You're like, oh, that's definitely not a goaltend. And there's no way they, they could even be. A, it, they wouldn't even align there. But again, all but he this did get fouled. He all get fouled. this is preventable if you get back on defense. Agreed. Because you're not there. There's, there's not a play at the rim, at the bucket. There's no block to be made. They're gonna have you make them take a jumper in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want them to take some sort of long jump shot. Anything at the rim is a breakdown defensively in yeah. that time and score. So you're totally right. Like you know, get get back. Don't don't put yeah. it in their hands, but. I also don't want the officials to say, well, he really got fouled, yeah, yeah. and then he would have scored. Right. No, 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 no. You call goaltend. Is it a goaltend or not? That's what we're reviewing. Yeah, I have little sympathy for the loss, but I do think it's a far bigger issue for the league to have officials say, yeah, that was a goaltend upon replay. You know damn well it wasn't. Yeah. You, I mean, I would love – and they should, ha- they should have to explain that. They should have to say why they determined that it wasn't because anybody who's ever watched a, a, any th- amount of basketball will go, oh, that's definitely not goaltend. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and, and it was like – Below it, the rim. I it's, thought it's, – It's not even – I thought when we went to review – and I was like, well, is there something I missed on this review? So I went back and watched it. Like, is it, did it, did it graze the rim? Was it on its way down? Did it, you know, did something happen that I didn't? And I was like, right. no, 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 it's not goaltending. But I'm with you, though. Like, they didn't do enough defensively yeah. to win the game. Yeah, to me, that's a separate issue. That's an issue for the league. That's an issue for officiating in general. Yeah. The, the issue for this team is lack of fundamentals of the most basic thing to get back on defense. Three guys and, – and Sky Clark, I mean, great, you hit the shot. Don't, yeah. you, you had, he had maybe the most time because he's not going to go – you don't want him going in for the offensive rebound. So it's either going in or it's not. you right. got to be back. And I thought, um, you know, if, if this was like a situation – where Louisville's like on the bubble, and you lose that game, mm-hmm. I think I get a lot more pissed about the goaltend. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're talking about fundamental issues in basketball. Just basics. That like you're ABCs, like, man. Yeah, you're you're getting closer. Okay, cool, but you're still not doing stuff that you should. That every single player on your on your floor should know in November. 
It should, yeah. I mean, Arkansas State's throwing outlet passes on you all year. They, they know it. Every high school team knows this. Right. Like, just do you. And our transition defense has been bad all year. It's not like they just cropped up here. It's hard to get 33 fast break points. You and I, I was talking before. I don't know what qualifies as. I wonder what the rule is for a fast break point. Because I watch games a lot of times and I'm like. Man, they had a ton of fast break points. It'll be like eight. Yeah, I'm going to ask Kelly Dickey yeah. pre Kenny Payne last time we gave up. He's probably already got it. I'm sure you haven't checked his Twitter feed yet. And uh, I checked his Twitter okay. feed this All morning. Right. All yeah. right. Just making sure because it's one of those with him. He may have already uh, his database is undefeated. He he actually had something last night that was outstanding. Okay, so uh, hang on, let me find this. Okay, so the Cards scored 90 points in back-to-back games for the first time since the 2013 AAC tournament against Rutgers in Houston. Oh yeah. Uh, they lose on a game-winning bad goaltending call for the first time. Since UCLA in 1989. Uh, yeah, Purvis Ellison. Yeah. And and Kenny Payne was the leading scorer in that game <laughs> with 22. That one was at least somewhat close. Yeah. The Purvis Ellison was close. This was not – but, again, I got no – I'm, I'm not focusing on so that. So I don't know the Purvis Ellison game. I was seven. Yeah, no, I remember right where I was watching that. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because you were you're in your you're a teenager. I was, yeah, I was sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you know that pretty well. So oh, yeah. that's that's getting close to me, uh, my awakening. Yeah, right, right around there. But I was that's pre awakening there. It actually says old. if we had a dollar every time KP said fight, fought, fight, fought, we'd be rich. Uh, <laughs> Texter says BHH Sky and Trey are not young and experienced players. And on that last play, Curtis and Caleb were getting back, and Caleb made the block. So I'm not going to blame it on our super guys, especially 20 games in. Uh, texture says, guys, this stuff is learned in third grade. Or, excuse me, no, sixth right. grade. It's a basic. Stop I absolutely ball. agree. Like, you go to any, like, my kids' uh, basketball games, their coach is saying, stop the ball, stop the ball, stop the ball. You know, <laughs> the guards get back for floor balance. Exactly. Oh, my God. Coming into a high school, uh, it says, coming from a high school varsity coach, refs in high school, and I'm sure in college, now have the thought that they are untouchable because of the shortage. That is why so much stuff is missed, because of the attitude of, what are you going to do? You need me. I don't know if it's away in college because those are good gigs. So they're they, really high. Plenty of people that want those. Yeah. Um, tech, but she's right about high school. It was Ted Valentine, and yeah. Ted Valentine takes liberties, and he hasn't ref the last two NCAA tournaments because uh, of punishments and different yeah. things. Yeah. And, and he technically gets a lot of real. He ha- hits at a high percentage, but he does stuff like that. That's, a, I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous because you know that you know, it's just. I mean, you, the summation of what your decision was might have been. The, the, the ultimately the outcome that was going to happen, but you don't get to make the rules up. No, you don't get no. to make the rules up. But, you like in again, football. Before anybody accuses me of blaming this game on a ref, I put this game a hundred percent on Louisville and on their lack of fundamentals I and on the staff. I, I'm, I'm focused on this as a general refereeing thing. It's like a texture says. I mean, if coaches and players say have to answer questions. There should have been a pool reporter for them. There really ought to be. There should have been a pool reporter. It, for that. It's like reviewing a football play on a fumble. Or an interception and being like, well, there was holding back there. Yeah, and then change, right. And then, and then be like, no, you can't do that. Like, you're, you're calling the, the, the change of possession, not the, not yeah. the hold and what ought to have been. You're, you got to referee what you're allowed to referee, referee and review, but they, he didn't do that last yeah. night. So, um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, the goal 10, uh, was irrelevant. Do you not see the follow up make by Syracuse? Yeah, I, I agree. The play stops. The yeah. play stops at the whistle. Well, but they would, right. But they were, they were going to score if it's not called. Right. Yeah, we play on and they score. I mean, they scored. They were they were going to whether it was goaltending call or whether it was allowed to be a you know, a block and then right. a putback. They were going to score. Right. But um, the continuation doesn't 
happen in the review. Right. Yeah. Dexter says uh, KP wants a flea flowing flea. Let me try this again. Free flowing NBA game. That's exactly what he got. A free flowing NBA style game with no defense. Yeah. Uh, Dexter says this team is Drew. This team is going to mess around and win ten games. And KP will be back. No, no, no he's not. What are they at seven? Six? They're at seven. Um, and, and the schedule is pretty easy. Dexter says I do like this team. They haven't quit. Just wish they. Had defense uh, and a couple of more players. Uh, just haven't gotten back on defense in two years. My biggest complaint about his tenure. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was the worst in Arkansas State. They were just outletting us like over and over and over again. And uh, it really hadn't been – like we've been bad at – there's been times, even in the Miami win that we had, uh, one of the things that got me the most upset was we hit a three, same situation. They went back and scored right away. And I'm like angry about it in a game I've like – didn't even think we had a chance to win. Yeah. But when we get close into these games, all these things that, like, really we don't care about because we're losing by 15 or 20 or whatever, now all of a sudden we care about them because it's like, hey, we we're, we could win this game here. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you getting back on defense? Why aren't you blocking out? Why aren't you uh, – why don't you have active hands? Why are you fouling? Or why turn the ball over there? Whatever it is. All the different things that, you know, you complain about during the game, but when you're getting beat by 20, nobody cares. Yeah. So if you want to hop in, we got the got time for you here. Two six seven nine six eighty. We got open lines. Uh, we'll have John Bowl at eight thirty. Um, so we'll talk with him. We got we have somebody climbing the sphere yesterday. It's very odd. <laughs> what the hell's going on there? Nick Saban is uh, going to game day, so we'll we'll get into some of that uh, as well. Thank you. Is on Feinbaum. Oh, he was, and and it was like the state of college football, and he's they don't have their five plus seven model figured out, and everybody's going to be flexing and angling for the future of college football and athletics as we know it. I definitely don't want to hear anything from him then. Uh, we'll, <laughs> uh, but we're over here at Louisville Geek, uh, LouisvilleGeek.com. If you, you know, you're like us, you know, we're a small business. We don't have to, uh, you know a budget for a full time IT person. And it's, what's better than having a full-time IT person is having Louisville Geek on your side. You can just hire, uh, hire them, and you've got people on call. Um, and, you know, they've again, one of the things I like best around here, they, they keep score. They look at how long it's been since a call came in, and, uh, you know, that makes sure that the, everybody's running uh, on time. So uh, it's Louisville Geek, LouisvilleGeek.com. Tell me who's talking about them right here. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Casting live from the Mobile Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. Why can't I place who's singing this? That's not Garth. Yeah, that's not Garth. Who is that? I don't know who it is, but it, was it might be a cover. Okay, that's definitely a cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love the song. 
Yeah. The guy covers like it well. Yeah. Not as good as Garth Brooks. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's covers go. It's pretty yeah, well done. Yeah. So we're uh, we're back here at um, um, Louisville Geek, uh, LouisvilleGeek.com. You you know, like us, you don't have a IT guy because you don't, you know, we don't have, you know, your small business. Not everybody can afford an IT guy. Better to have a hundred of them um, over here over at uh, Louisville Geek. And that's. We use plus cybersecurity. Oh my gosh, you know, we're, we needed that and you probably do too, uh, in today's day and age. We don't all have scammers revenge level, no. uh, hackers. We in work here. with Valvanos. We need Louisville Key. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> yes. You never know what's going to get downloaded and Nick's going to say, well, I didn't know. <laughs> and then. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. How was I supposed to know? Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, okay. We got Louisville Geek to fix it, Nick. Don't worry about that's it. That's right. That's right. Well, it was Nick saying, it was on the mixtape last week that he was like, he, like, I am, like, I am a disgusting pen chewer. All right. I chew. You pens. are. I am the worst of it. I freely accept that. I don't, I don't even know I'm doing it. Um, but Nick decided he was, that, 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 that grosses him out. This is a guy who will eat pizza that's been in right. the fridge for months. That's where he it draws probably the line. has mold on it, but the germs on a pen cap he just can't deal with. Well, you do that. And I'm the worst. I, and we've talked about maybe getting some of that dog spray to keep them from like chewing on stuff, <laughs> and then you know, and then spray that on all the the ends of pens, yeah, and see if you will stop chewing on them. But we decided to just let you be you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I would. Like to not do. It. I mean, so I almost don't ever carry a pen anymore. Thanks for the notes app. You, you do know? it mindlessly. I, I yeah, I don't even. I don't even know I'm doing it. Yeah, I, and, I and look then, over there. There you are. And I'm then, and then and then I get done. I'm like, man, I wish I'd noticed I was chewing on this pen <laughs> the entire time. It's like you're teething. Yeah, it is. It's like I like it L is. L can chew on a pen top, and I'm yeah. like, okay, uh, Dieter does it at fifty whatever. Because yeah. you got a birthday coming up, I'm messing up your years uh, yeah. of age. Fifty one, yeah, fifty one years old, yeah. coming around the corner. Uh, How's it feel? Not good. Um, <laughs> that, so we, we obviously we talked about the game a little bit. Got to mention Nick Saban going to going to game day, and does this signal? I guess the, does this signal that. McAfee's on the way out, or that Corso's on the way out, or that anybody, or that is there anybody on the way out? I think I think McAfee established himself with the He's field goal. So kick. good. Well, forget that. I mean everything. I mean that thing he did with the you know drunk obnoxious oh, yeah. and then turns on him. That, I mean I, I've watched that a hundred times. I think that works. You know, and I think Corso's yep. going to stay as long as he is. His role is really diminished. Yeah, and I think maybe he diminishes even more if, if Saban's you right. Know. But you still wheel out Lee Corso for the picks for as long as he wants yeah. to do it. If I was going to cycle anybody off the team, I would cycle off Desmond Howard. I think he provides the least amount to the panel. I, I agree. Uh, and and he always picks Michigan or somebody from the Big Ten, and and it's just like it's the well, most. That's not a reason to, to get rid of the guy. Thing. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not objective at all. It's not. And so, uh, if I was going to cycle anybody out, I would cycle out Desmond Howard. But and I think I think you got to keep McAfee for pure entertainment. I mean, that to me, he's the best at that like his yeah. show i think's okay whatever like i don't totally get the mcafee thing but on that show he's great yeah he's, and i think saban will be great I th- i've seen him on tv when he's done um um you know those breakdowns yeah was it what he, he, he was on set this year with somebody um was it it was was it before the college football playoff it had to be yeah. yeah um and so gosh where where was it? i'm trying to think where where it was or maybe maybe it was i, I don't know where it was i've seen i've seen him on tv he's great and he'll know you know everything yeah. about about these teams um 
you know, you never know how chemistry works with, with, with the crew of people, but I, I think it's great. I, when, when he talks, I, I want to hear what he's got to say about a game. Now, when it comes time to make a pick, is he just going to go, quit asking? <laughs> I'm not going to, so quit asking. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got the Oregon-Washington game. Not quit asking. Yeah, yeah. I, it'll be interesting in the first time he picks against the Tide. Oh yeah, how Bama fans will react. Uh, yeah, and then when I'll, he picks LSU games, how LSU fans react to that. I don't as think well. he's gonna pick against Tide too much. Be my guess. Well, there won't. He's be. on the right not to. Well, but I don't know. I mean, it's like they're gonna go. I don't know. Are they gonna right. maintain their level? I have no idea. They had a lot of talent bleed out, but right. Kalen DeBoer has done a good job of finding his own guys in, and it's going to be that's that whole experiment down there is going to be really interesting to watch. But I think Nick Saban on College Game Day. Have you seen the Brendan Clinton uh, film reviews? This guy he he dresses up and he wears like the, the team gear and he plays all the parts okay. and he like admonishes the kids and he plays it and he usually oh makes yeah, 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 mom yeah yeah joke in there. Nick Saban should do that, and yeah. he should just break down film in a in the way that he wants to break it down. But that would be really entertaining to watch. Be like, you know, at this point, you know, with this coverage here, the quarterback, this is what you're trying to get him to do. And, and like, break it down for everybody that – in an all-22 way. I would yeah. watch the hell out of it. Look, he, he, he'll he be good. I think I think he'll be, you know, just yeah. a great addition to that. I don't know how they change it. I mean, maybe you just make – I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable when Corso is on the set. Let's be honest. Well, it's yeah, it's uncomfortable. Old. I mean, he's old, yeah. and, and we all love Lee Corso. So, I always want to see the headgear pick. Like, always. Yeah, I do too. No, no, I, I agree. I, I think you keep him on for that, and then you know maybe another segment, but sometimes you're like, oh, man. I, That's all we need, though. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think McAfee is the heir apparent to the headgear, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Because he fits that. I mean, like he's a headgear guy. And of course, or, or it do up. whatever he does, like when he's done those, you know, getting the fans all riled up, singing yes. their song, and then turning on him. How do we feel about somebody else doing the headgear? If I mean, someone's going to have to, and I mean, eventually, right? I don't know. I mean, I wonder if it's if that's a just a Corso thing for as long as Corso's doing it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you can retire it. I but, think, but it's I don't too... think anybody else can do it. McAfee could, but he doesn't. But uh, he doesn't do it now. He's about the only one, I think, though. Yeah. You know? I think it, what's got to happen is Lee Corso has to exit. And then if well, when he's not doing it, somebody's got to pick up the mantle. I think, it'll be, I, I think it'll just be something different. I feel like that's Corso's gig, you know? I know, but I don't want to go without the headgear pick. I don't want to – I think that's As good as a headgear pick is, none of it was as good as what McAfee did at the SEC championship game. That's true, but he could still do that and then throw on the headgear. He could do all sorts of stuff. He could get okay. the whole Georgia Bulldogs to sing the fight song yeah. and do their chant and then throw on the Alabama elephant head. He could do that. Yeah, I, I think just, he'd be honored to do it. To be honest, I think that'd be his take on it as well. I think, yeah, it sort of depends on how Corso manages it. Like, does yeah. he say, you know, I hope somebody else does this, or is it just you know, if he doesn't say it, then it's kind of unsaid that you know that's his thing and to be. I don't know. I hope somebody does. I think Lee Corso probably wants it to carry on when he's done. I think that's probably what he wants. I think McAfee's out this year. He's a permanent announcer for WWE. Now it's moving to Netflix 2025, and I bet his, uh, his show follows there. I'm not worried about his show. I mean, I still think of ESPN. I, I think you want him on game day. You know, you, you figure that part of it out because right. he's he's good. He's come up with some cool things to do, and he's uh, a lot of fun, whether he's backflipping it. I like the field goal thing. I think that's a fun little thing they've, they've added in there. It's his own money, and uh, that's kind of fun. I mean, you know, that, that the show is supposed to be fun. 
Yes. You know, it's not supposed to – you want to mix in some football. It was awesome with Tom Ronaldo. It would make you cry. Right. And, 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 but it's supposed to be fun and emotional, and it's supposed to show, sort of show off what college football means to the, to the country. Right. And, you know, I think that the show's done a really great job of that over the years, and I think McAfee's only added to it. So, Dexter says, Drew has an oral fixation. Uh, the, the, the pen in his mouth? No, not Penn Island. From Penn Island. Yeah. That just says Drew needs to wear a shot collar that Blank can zap every time he starts chewing on his pen. No. I'm not going to shot. No. Because then he, he would just pick up a pen. He'd be like, I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to bite the pen. <laughs> but he picks up a pen and he gets shocked. Uh, Texture says, I agree with Drew. The headgear is a Corso thing. Let Pat do his own thing. Texture they should get Taylor Swift to put on the mascot head. Why not? Um, <laughs> so, And we can get back into some of the basketball uh, as well. I mean, there's plenty. I mean, it, yeah, we, we definitely can get back to that because, you know, people have – it's one of those games that you, you – you, it sucked you back in like you did for a minute. Like, I just noticed it. Up, up in, we're blind squirrel. People were che- no looking yes. at the game, cheering for the first time. And I've been out to for mo- most of the, you know, the games this year, that are on, especially the road ones, and it's like – that's the first time I've seen that. And then the most the basic fundamental of all, just stop, don't stare at the ball, get back, and that's how they lose. I yeah. I, I, everybody wants Louisville basketball to win. We all want the program to be in different hands. We can all agree on that. Yeah. But when you get down to that nut-cutting time, <laughs> you know, you want, the, you want the team that you love to win. And yeah. you don't want to lose to Syracuse. And you, want to, and you want to make the shots, and you want them to do the right things. And then, you know, when they don't get back on defense in a game that they really should – be in a better position to win, uh, that's why we're changing coaches. Then she says, my sixth grade team, we make sure all the off guards sprint back and, and the big stop the ball. Uh, taught since opening practice. Another, another one says, I coached sixth grade. This is, um, you know, every every St. Rayfield team we coached, first thing was getting back on defense. Yep. Uh, Texture says, legit cheered when they counted the bucket. FSU was fun, but I wanted this, but I want this over, no doubt. Okay. Um, Texture says the guy grabbed the rim on the follow-up, which would have been – and he says offensive goaltending. You don't say that around Bob. There's no such thing <laughs> as offensive – There's no such thing. I'm, I got scolded on air for that one. <laughs> uh, Texture says, what will happen first, 20 losses or 10 wins? Texture says, sky is a turnover machine. Uh, Texture says, Trey White never crossed half court on the goaltending play. I actually didn't see that. Uh, Texture says, who cares if we win or lose right now? Um, who takes, who who cares if we win or lose right now? The season and KP era are over, and it can't end fast enough. Um, Texture says, I wish teams would boycott and not play games until the rule has changed. It says refs have to answer questions after games in all sports. You better believe that once TV and other entities start losing money, the rule will be changed immediately. But they're not losing money. They're not losing any money. Yeah, it's fine. But I agree. that, it, And while maybe not at a podium – like they do in the NCAA tournament, they call it a pool reporter because yeah. it's pooling. You know, he's getting the quotes for everybody. Goes in and and asks a couple of questions of the official about the you know a call that affects the outcome of a game. I should have done that last night. So I'm a U.S. basketball writer, right? So I have. I did not know that. Uh, so, but what, one of the rules is like if you are you're a U.S. basketball writer. How many articles do you write on basketball games? Uh, I write a couple, but I'm a member <laughs> and I'm a football writers association member. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get to vote. Uh, but one of the things that you can do uh, at, is if there's a controversial call and you're on site, you can make a request to ask a question, and then if mm. and then they will select who gets to ask the one question, and there's no rebuttal. So a lot of times, 
you get that like somebody goaltending, and I actually shot John F. Kennedy. Wait, 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 Queen. Right. No, no rebuttal. No rebuttal. That's but it. Like, you can ask a question, but it's not a back and forth. It's usually like a written thing, and they come back with either a written statement or. I don't yeah, even, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah. usually right. It's it's usually. I mean, I've seen there's been a couple of questions sometimes. Yeah, you know? I've never seen it where they get where they get multiple questions. Yeah. Usually, it's like one question goes in and one response comes back, and and even if if you don't agree with the response or they come back with BS or something like that, there's nothing. There's no back and forth. But that that probably needed to happen last night in yeah. Syracuse. But I don't know. I didn't see anybody in Syracuse do that. And, and there's not a lot of people traveling for this team right now. Sure, I mean, no. There's not a – I mean, I don't, I don't think the Courier or DRB traveled. They had articles on it, but it looked like they were written from here. Yeah, I mean, you're not – there's not enough interest in terms of internet traffic to send somebody to Syracuse, well, New York. Well, I mean, like truth, to truth be told, it. you don't really have to. If you if you have access to the coach and That's right. see the game, I mean, yeah, there are things to be better in person, but in budgetary times to travel midweek to Syracuse, I totally get not yeah. seeing someone But there. you can't remotely – Get that question in to the to right. the official. That's, that's the only that's the only thing you can't do remotely, really. Because I mean, Zach Greenwell sets up a Zoom call with Coach Payne, which we have put up on the Crunch Zone stuff like that. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it, that that's that probably needed to get asked last night to the official. The guy hit eight of ten three points. I know. I just I can't. I just can't. The defense is just like what? <laughs> so bad. Eight of ten. Yeah, and he, I mean the guy's. I mean his reputation as a shooter. I mean he's like at thirty nine percent on the year. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and he's know. eleven for fifteen. Dropped thirty. Mints had twenty one. Had fifteen free throws. Mints had fifteen free throws attempted. That's amazing. Yeah, and so that was the other thing is that they had thirty three free throw attempts to our fifteen. Syracuse didn't do what Florida State did, and that's foul us. Uh, and so it was actually really impressive that Louisville was able to get 92 points on just 11 free throws made because a yeah. big part of their offense is to get fouled. So you made 81 points on non-free throw points. That's probably a year and they, high. You know, and they were playing zone. You know, they were they were definitely not going to let them. And that's not a team, Syracuse team. That's it's not like Jim Boeheim. They always play zone. But that they were playing zone last night. We're like we're not letting you score. A bunch of points by fouling you. They well, good we'll, at it. we'll let you score a bunch of points. I mean, look, Louisville's got the players that are here are are. There's talent here, you know. I agree. And there's, like when I look at Mike James, he's a willing defender that can't defend. Like he wants yeah. to. He's trying. He cut some weight and he's a little bit better, but he's not where he needs. He's not a great defender. Yeah. Trey White, I don't think will defend. I think he probably could defend if he tried, but he won't. Uh, you know, and then you've got uh, Caleb Glenn, who wants to defend like crazy, but can't figure out how to not foul a bunch. You mm-hmm. know, and, and I think Caleb is Caleb's got lots of potential as like a bulldog kind of character. He's kind of he's got to come a long way from an offensive player. You know, in terms of a jump shot, things like that. But I love the way Caleb Glenn plays. I'll take five Caleb Glenn. The, the guys that are left standing, yeah, pretty good players I mean, for sure for the most part, but. Not not collectively good at de- defense. That's why I think a good coach could come in and coach these guys to play defense, and you would see a lot more wins than you have on the schedule right now. Totally. If they all played with a level of intensity that Caleb Glenn or plays Mike James, with, or even but Mike James just can't do it. Like he plays with an intensity, yeah, but he is not capable of playing great defense. And because because he's trying, like yeah. we're watching him try, he just can't do it. 
I uh, see. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think coaches. I think you can teach defense. I think you can co- coach. I mean, to a certain extent, you can make, can't make somebody a great defender, but you can make him a better defender. Yeah, I think that's definitely probably the case. Is that he could probably do a little bit a better coach, Rick Pitino. Yeah. <laughs> you know, certainly. <laughs> Which yeah. where where is St. John's defensively this year? I am kind of curious to see. How I'll let you look look uh, that one. Fifty first. Texter says, uh, "More for this is more for me, I guess." He's changing. He says, "I'm changing my name to Marty McFly here. I drove back into the 1980s. I stayed in Evansville last night, and near my hotel there was a GD Ritzies. There used to be one next to the old Showcase Cinemas. Yes, I do remember. I know that predates you, um, Ritzies. Yeah, that was it. Was it GD Ritzies? Uh, it was. Yeah, that was it. That's exactly what it was. Then there is one in Evansville. Oh yeah, they have them in Owensboro too. Oh, I know these places. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we we That's go to Owensboro. Girl, and, uh, I like that. We go to Owensboro and Evansville a lot uh, for our family. Well, yeah, right I guess there. so. Yeah, but that was where everybody I think went right before uh, um, the movies. We went to Showcase Cinema. Is that like a is that is that a throwback? I, yeah, I didn't I didn't know about Ritzy's. Yeah, it was right next. It's right next to Showcase Cinemas uh, on Bargetown Road. Uh, where it, where huh. that was. Pretty much the only thing you could do as a teenager <laughs> was like go, <laughs> go to the with, movies. Yeah, because like for us, for us, was Steak and Shake. Yeah, like we would go to Stony Brook Cinemas. We go to that Steak and Shake, yeah. hang out, get some shakes, harass yeah. the the waitress or whatever, get the the shoestring fries, then go to the movie. Or yeah. or or it was a post movie thing. But yeah, we did a lot yeah. of sh- Steak and Shake. Texas sister, did you see that Tay Tay's movie is going straight to Disney Plus in March? Uh, viewing at your place? Question mark. <laughs> We have a watch party. I've already watched that. Okay, don't you worry. I've already watched. I've rented it. I've rented. It. You rented it. I rented it. I rented it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I rented it on Christmas. Mark, you uh, weren't here. Yeah, we. Yeah, you weren't here. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. See Taylor selling her plane. No, but she she made two hundred sixty million dollars off a movie that's just filming the concert. That's all. Two hundred sixty million. So she just had to allow cameras in, somebody else to edit it, produce it, whatever. Yeah, I mean they they're recording yeah. her concert. Mark. Yes, with yes, I don't know how to describe two hundred sixty million million dollars for something she was doing anyway. <laughs> no, listen, <laughs> like there's not interviews. No, it's just the concert. She could probably do like a behind the scenes movie right now of just like a day in the life of Taylor Swift I and mean, probably do another movie that, that would gross two sixty at this point. She's selling her airplane. Did you see this? No, I did not. She's selling one of her two airplanes. Oh. I don't know if that means that she's only going to be a one-airplane household or, <laughs> or what's going on. We're a one-airplane. Yeah, does Kelsey have – well, you know, Travis has a timeshare at one, so now we got, you know, two and a half planes, and we really – we're downsizing. She's, sell, she's selling the smaller plane. <laughs> Oh, it's a one-plane household. That's a good line. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So good for Taylor. Uh, no, I, I didn't. Um, I did not see. Uh, I, I did. I mean, I did see that she's coming straight to Disney Plus uh, in March. So there will not be a viewing party. I don't know. Why not? Oh. So when no, the- you are not coming over to my house and watching the Taylor Swift concert with me, Mark. Why not? That, I'll, that would I'll perpetuate the, Willie's. That would perpetuate the the, uh, the rumors. I'll bring cousin Willie's and <laughs> no. uh, look. Do you like uh, Cabernet or, or Pinot Noir? I'll bring you whichever one you want. That's why I have Vector Security okay. right there. Online VectorSecurity.com. They'll give you that doorbell camera. I see Mark Blankmaker showing up with popcorn and wine. I'm calling the cops, <laughs> and I can see him right through that doorbell camera. That'll give you for free. Uh, when you mention us over at Vector Security. Online, VectorSecurity.com, formerly ADS Security. So if you've got that ADS sign, then you know that's who you're part of now. The app is great. Make sure uh, you know you hit the when you, you hit the panic button too there. So if I see yeah. you with that wine and popcorn, I'm hitting that right now. You're like he just has wine and popcorn. 
Get him out of here. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> it's, it's, excuse me. It's VectorSecurity.com. We're over here at Louisville Geek. LouisvilleGeek.com. So um, don't try to hack us today. Today would be a bad day. We're, we're fortified here today yeah. uh, at uh, Louisville Geek. So uh, hour number two straight ahead. Some more stories to get into. And then John Bull will be along here uh, this morning.